we have recently done a huge research uh, together with Sepio, it's a research company, and interviewing over 1,000 IT leaders all over the world, not our customers, but just in general. So not only our customers, but IT leaders in general. And I would say, shockingly enough, 25% of them, they said all of the tickets they are getting in on, a, let's say, on a daily basis, monthly basis, etc., was due to order errors in relation if they're looking at their tickets from their, let's say, yeah, commercial tools or their e-commerce tooling and so on. Welcome to the fifth live B2B e-commerce tech talk session. So for those who do not know me yet, my name is Arno. I'm the chief product officer here at Sana Commerce. I fit me Emily. Hi, Emily. Hi, everyone. So as always, I wish to get a monthly with the people in IT and tech enthusiasts. So talking, helping each other on the trending topics because yeah, that's what I love to do as a graduated computer engineer, right? So for those that were not there the last four times, the concept is pretty straightforward. Every month we cover one or two main agenda topics based on what's going on in the market, what's happening with our customers, or we get questions up front. We will share our experience. We ask the audience and they are sharing as well. So yeah, how we can help each other in the virtual room, right? That is all about. So if you apply for the series, you will receive the agenda during the week of the Tech Talk and you can decide if the topics are of your interest to join and join via the link in the agenda invitation or just drop by on LinkedIn nowadays as well. And we are broadcasting live on LinkedIn. We'll be on your timeline and you can just join whenever you want. So don't worry if you can make it for this session or the whole session. The audio will be shared on our latest podcast channel, which is called now B2B e-commerce integrated, the untold perspective of IT leaders. So please subscribe for this channel to get latest updates on episodes around all the topics related to B2B e-commerce technology for IT leaders. So video is shared on YouTube channel or on our YouTube channel as well. So plenty of opportunities to watch this content. So Emily, over to you. Yeah, thanks Arno. Well, beforehand, I'd like to introduce myself. So I'm Emily Dubo. I'm the Director of Customer Success for Sana. And I've been here for five years, which means that for the last five years, I've been focusing on making our customers more successful. But today I'll be a moderator. So I'll be here to ask Arno some questions and I'll be here to see if you have questions and share these questions with Arno. So the way we do it, if you are on Zoom with us, you can post your questions in the chat and I'll happily unmute you if you want to speak up and have a bit of an exchange with Arno. If you are on LinkedIn, you can post your comments and I'll uh, ask the questions to Arno. So, well, last time was the first time actually we did it live on LinkedIn and it went so well that that's why we're bringing it back on LinkedIn once again. So. Thank you for watching from there also. If we cannot answer all your questions, that's possible. No worries, we'll find a way to get an answer to you either by replying directly after the, the presentation or by using it as a topic for the Tech Talk. Well, if you've been with us for the last sessions, we've introduced a new framework and where we talk about what our customers can achieve or what people can achieve in general actually with e-commerce, not only our customers, with B2B e-commerce. And we have been through the first two topics already, which is increasing your revenue as a company and driving your customer loyalty. And well, today we want to focus on how to work more efficiently and cost cost. And specifically, the topic of today is saying goodbye to all the errors with the right software. 
So, well, Arno, let's get started. I have already a question for you mm -hmm. because this is about IT leaders, right? It's yes. for IT people. So do you know how much time actually an IT leader devotes to fixing all the issues for the commercial team? Yeah, actually we do because honestly, we have recently done a huge research uh, together with Sepio, it's a research company, and interviewing over 1,000 IT leaders all over the world, not our customers, but just in general. So not only our customers, but IT leaders in general. And I would say, shockingly enough, 25% of them, they said all of the tickets they are getting in on, a, let's say, on a daily basis, monthly basis, etc., was due to order errors in relation, if they're looking at their tickets from their, let's say, yeah, commercial tools or e-commerce tooling and so on. So yeah, that is actually quite something, I would say. And that's why it's also a nice topic for today to talk about. So, and yeah, to give it a little bit more tangible thing so to, to share a couple of stories there so yeah actually just jumped off of another podcast recording this time it was with marco from holu.com podcast will be published in a couple of weeks but i can already share because it was a nice conversation with yeah, marco is the it leader of Holu, that he actually spends no time on fixing order errors so of course they are using sana but the main reason why is i think the fact that the systems are integrated right so Everything what is happening online is happening offline. So in the ERP and vice versa. But how was it before? Now, actually, Marco is coming from a world where before they didn't have e-commerce at all. So they are what we call first generation B2B e-commerce. And it's the first try. So before they had actually a lot of manual labor. And also, yeah, it's when humans are involved, errors are involved as well. Yeah, they were just salespeople or they were salespeople on the road driving by the different yeah, hotels as most of their customers. They are in cleaning business, let's say, say so manufacturing of cleaning supplies and yeah, salespeople driving by the customers in the hotel saying, okay, I need this, need that. Yeah, they write down what they need, go back home, look at the notes, fill in this order then it gets delivered at some point in time. It's a manual process, errors are there, right? So that is the very, that is still happening. So now luckily they are already a couple of years online and uh, everything is automated. And they directly choose the right way, right? The right software to do so. But we also had a couple of samples where that was not the case. So second story I want to share on this question is actually from Motor Direct, because maybe you have, if you listen to my channel, you have seen the podcast with Richard. Richard is an IT leader from Motor Direct. It's a manufacturing of motorcycle clothing and the different accessories around it. And they are with Sun on a second generation, I would say. So they had another platform before and yeah, their former, and what's the story behind it? The previous solution, their former marketing manager was actually pushing a mainstream e-commerce solution, which was more optimized for business to consumer scenarios. And they wanted to serve their clients online with B2B as well. And he, yeah, this marketing manager had B2C experience with that platform. So, but yeah, MotoDirect is having a complicated pricing model for the B2B clients. Uh, and also the ordering and around it was a bit more complex and everything was stored in ERP. I'm not sure if you know it, but it's, Fashion, it's sometimes with seasonality and you need to, you know, order in for a certain season and so on and so on. So all stored in their ERP, but that could not be replicated to their B2B web store because, yeah, it, the platform was not allowing that. So what's happening, and most of the time, that's what I hear a lot also, and that happens with MotoDirect as well. When they actually go live, then they are going to experience the real troubles, right? Because customers are placing orders, pricing is not correct, quantity is not correct, or there are some other errors. And what's going to happen then? Yeah, people start calling, right? First of all, the customers start calling and complaining, but then it's salespeople or the sales rep because most of the time they 
take the phone or customer service and they are going to IT say, hey, what's going on there, right? And that can pile up. And that's the 25% where we're actually talking about. So I thought, yeah, maybe two stories from real life would be nice as a start, right? Yeah, and, and I think you're right in saying, well, IT basically gets the hint from the other departments because we, we see also in one of our recent B2B bio reports is that I've read that all the errors cost an average of $1.8 million each year to businesses. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they can feel the heat of that from the other departments. So while we talked about that, the ERP integration and the fact that all your data is aligned between your systems. So how can synchronized data prevent all the errors and returns? Yeah, so let's talk a little bit more technical. So what is actually the root cause of all of this? So in B2B, things are getting complex. If you talk about pricing or if you're talking about stock, so take pricing, I always like to use that sample. So if you have around, let's say, 5,000 different products that you're selling and 10,000 active customers that can buy from you, it's a typical, let's say, B2B scenario, but they have different pricing terms, it can happen that, yeah, you're ending up in, let's say, millions of pricing records that needs to be synchronized. Meaning that if you need to do that also multiple times nowadays per day or per week or even per month, that can still be a big issue to transfer let's say data from system a to system b even though with the current technology that's still quite a challenge anything can go wrong or you're missing a couple of lines or it's just too much data it takes too long etc etc so what's happening there then is that if these systems are not synchronized well you get troubles right if the prices are not updated for example and order is being placed or is going to be placed at the later stage so the customer orders something then it needs to go to an erp system in the later stage and there is a difference, yeah, it breaks or it doesn't accept it. That's most of the time practical what I've seen. Yeah, what happens then? The order is stuck. So if you have an intelligent monitoring or at least some logging, you will see it as an IT manager and say, hey, I need to fix this. The synchronization or the integration is not working. Or even worse, and but that's what I'm seeing also often is that the customer says, yeah, I placed an order, but it's not coming, right? It's not there. So that is one example. Another example, same story applies for stock, or I think in B2B scenarios, stock needs to be real-time because it can change often, especially now with the resource shortages. So it's hard to produce something now, so it can run out of stock quickly. Yeah, there is nothing so frustrating for a customer that they order something, and in the end, they get the message, sorry, yeah, but it is it was actually out of stock, right? So you need to share that message, but that needs to be actually real-time because yeah, if you need to synchronize the data as well, once again, for 5,000 products or something, maybe it's doable because you have five different stock levels to maintain. But it gets complex, which is happening with B2B again. If you are giving stock levels per customer, for example, because yeah, you have a relationship with them, you say, okay, for Emily, I have a certain stock level. And for Arno, I have a certain stock level for the same product, right? It already gets a little bit more complicated. It also gets very complicated if you have a huge amount of products so i'd say hundred thousands or even up to a million of products that needs to be synchronized and then i say yeah it needs to be done real time because if you need to transfer the data between systems that is just a, a mission on its own and yeah if that gets stuck you know the whole process gets stuck yeah you will see it in the monitoring again but probably orders are already being placed with wrong numbers so that is why it is so important to have these things you know working with the same single source of truth, as we call it with SANA. 
And yeah, that counts for pricing stock and transaction. That is essential ingredient for B2B e-commerce. And what I've heard, I was just also in a call with a customer and also delivery times mm-hmm. becoming also really critical information to have to avoid errors because where you used to have delivery times of four weeks, you now have six months delivery times mm-hmm. and your customers need to know because they might or might not place the right yeah. order depending on the Transparency times. is key in this kind of things and the relationship is key, right? So yeah, it is such a big difference with, with B2C and uh, I always like to make the compare because we are all ordering online. And yeah, if you're ordering, placing an order on Amazon, you probably need something or at, or at another place. And yeah, sometimes that fails. But the next time you just, you know, maybe you take something else, right? But if you're a B2B buyer, you're buying very frequent at a certain place and you really want to build a good relation with these B2B buyers. Because first of all, yeah, they can also go to somewhere else. But the point is, if you keep them and stay with them, they are placing repeat orders all the time. Sometimes it's even our family-owned business and having different relationships already for many years, right? So you want to keep that alive for your success. And that's actually resulting in improved commercial success. Yeah, and one of the results sometimes of other errors is returns. True. You have to manage your returns, but maybe e-commerce can help with that. Can you maybe tell us mm-hmm. a bit more how you can easily arrange return marginalized authorization, RMA, online so that your customers can self-serve with that? Yeah. So Maybe add that is one. And another one I also want to highlight is actually added order functionality. So these two things I think are also key ingredients for a successful B2B e-commerce solution or an e-commerce website. So why do these two features or these two functionalities are a must-have? So first of all, let's talk about added order. So the moment you place an order, we often see in B2B that I made a mistake, right? Everybody, yeah, it's happening. I didn't need to order this and you needed that. And especially in business, that happens. You know, you make quickly a mistake in which spare part you t- need to take, et cetera, et cetera. So you do not want to, no. If you cannot change that, you do not want to call the customer service. You want to fix that error yourself. So to edit an order is actually a crucial functionality. And we are actually offering that in the platform. So as long as the order is not shipped, you can, yeah, most of our customers allow to edit the order, which is helping them preventing a lot of troubles. So that is one. The second one is indeed automating the returns. So yeah, if then the case is that something is ordered wrongly in that sense, and that is then most of the time not because of a technical issue, but because of a human error, let's say it like that, then how nice it is if you can arrange the return also digitally to save on one hand to give the, the B2B buyer the power to do that by themselves. And on the other end, of course, for you as a B2B company, to save a huge amount of time not to handle this process with you know picking up the phone working on that return etc etc so we have also a couple of customer scenarios for that later on that relates to that so i I will hold a little bit for it it's a nice one nice story nice looking forward to hearing these but before i want to so so you know we you said at the beginning it teams they have to about 25 percent of all their tickets are due to all the errors yeah so how can they change that and then how much budget, resources, and time can they save mm-hmm. yeah. by doing it right? Yeah, so I would say the goal is actually what Marco is having, right? So to spend no, <laughs> bless you, to spend no time on fixing order errors, especially no time on the technical aspects of order errors. That should be nowadays, in my opinion, or in our opinion, fully auto- automated. It's a waste of time, and we can prevent that yeah, with choosing the right technology. So... Having said that, then there is still that fact, okay, yeah, but if you're not spending time there, then probably you're spending a lot of time on the integrations to make it, this all happen. That is an interesting topic as well. We have 
investigated this as well in the report. And what we have seen is that 37% of the budget of new B2B e-commerce implementations is spent on integrations. And that's also, in my opinion, quite a huge amount. And especially if you know that quite a big part of these projects fail because this integration was just bespoke work, not really integrated, let's say, with the backend system. It was more like, you know, connecting the APIs. And there is a lot of maintenance still around that. That is also something I discussed with Marco. It was really nice about what is this maintenance entails, but, you know, keeping the security up to date, making sure that these systems work together, et cetera, et cetera. But if you take a solution, and I think that's our philosophy, if you take a solution where integration is part of the B2B e-commerce and we are taking care of that part, you can save a huge portion. Yeah, of course, you pay for as a license, right? But that's, I would say it's included in that license. So uh, we have comparable pricing with our competitors, but this part, integration is included. What do you get for that money? We make sure it's secure. We make sure that we're supporting the versions you are having on your EP, the older ones or the new ones, or even the SaaS ones, which are continuously upgraded. We make sure that it's certified. We make sure that it is adopted to your situations. We make sure if the ERP vendors are adding functionality that we will add it as well, and so on, and so on, and so on. So I would say that, yeah, how much budget can you save? Yeah, I would say a huge portion of the 37%. We didn't ask that yet, but I'm definitely going to investigate it as well for the customers that are, that for actually our customers, that how much they are spending now. But I, because I believe they are yeah, not spending extra time on this. It was just part of the implementation. And yeah, maybe also then the resources. Yeah, you, you mentioned as well, right? So how much resources time can be saved? Yeah, we have seen samples like, for example, Alberto from Hawk Industries that I interviewed also a couple of episodes ago. Yeah, that was a reasonably sized business, but still he was running it on its own, like an IT manager running it on its own. So definitely... I would always say you need at least one or two as a minimum to run B2B e-commerce, even though if you are a small company, but if you want to take B2B e-commerce serious, you need to at least have one or two dedicated resources for that. Preferably one e-commerce manager and one IT person leading or managing the product to get a project together. But it is possible in the case with Alberto that it was a one-man band. He was actually taking care of everything, you know, internal IT, the e-commerce, B2B e-commerce side, fully integrated. The ERP itself, which was a cloud version of Microsoft Dynamics, so also low maintenance. So there are stories, real life stories that it is possible. So, and of course, if your company is bigger or it's growing, yeah, you see dedicated e-commerce teams, but I would say they should not work or spend their time. And that's also what we're seeing at our customers. They should not spend their time on, let's say, getting data or information from system A to B. No, they should make sure that they are just working on a piece of data in a product information management system or in the ERP to make that perfect for their business, optimize it a lot because there they can have that value add and not spend time on, you know, bringing that stuff to all those different systems. So, but yeah, looking at the report again, if you have not these integrated solutions in place, we know that on average, let's say three people are involved in the integrations around these platforms and fixing issues and devote around 40% of their time to this. So also there, there is a big part to win, I would say, right? And if you want to, by the way, find these numbers again, I just added in the chat the link to the report. So feel free to download it and have a look. Let me check two seconds. I don't think we have questions coming in. Well, maybe not a question, but someone mentioning something and I want to get your take on it. Mm-hmm. 
Our series mentioning on LinkedIn that other errors can always be avoided when human resources involved with the process. Mm-hmm. I would not say that it's completely true because, yeah, I have seen the practicalities that when you add humans to a process, it actually, the one thing, and it's including me, the one thing that we are doing as humans is we make mistakes, right? You can just not avoid it. I think maybe today I also make many mistakes, right? So the difference is with a, a computer or a and you are meeting is, and that was what I learned actually. Rule number one: when you are going to study computer science, for example, your computers do not make mistakes, right? They will repeat what has been instructed, and if this instruction is okay, they will always repeat it many times in the same way and always correct. It's the humans that instructed wrongly, so okay, then you need to work on that. That needs to happen. Having said that, if it's about let's say, so that's more on the technical aspects too. For example, if you talk about scenarios from taking fax or email orders and typing them over right that's very error prone i think have one in a couple in in 100 orders or something that you need to copy there will be a mistake that is just you know human error not to prevent if you're talking about selection yeah i can say that's maybe a little bit different right that customers need to select by themselves and that there's still sometimes very complex scenarios that only humans can solve let's say so you can use ai or these kind of things to make the best predictions okay you need this and this and this but that is still a little bit too far away so especially in complex b2b ordering i can understand that yeah you need to prepare an order for a customer let's say so and as a sales rep if you're for example yeah ordering something very complex like a an engine or truck or something even bigger so yeah there humans are still of course playing a big part but once it's in the system and the customer has checked it and the sales rep has checked it, that from there it is fixed and it is okay, right? So no mistakes from there. But indeed, the selection process, I would agree with them, especially in B2B complex ordering. Humans are still needed to a certain extent. Okay, so the big question now, how can we prevent these errors and returns? Yeah, so many different ways, of course, to do so. So first of all, let's take the journey of a customer as, as the example, right? So First of all is the selection process. So make sure that you work on your product information, right? During that selection process, if you as a customer do not know what you need to order, or the description is wrong or something, that needs to be you know, pixel perfect, I always say. And especially in B2B, it is about complex products most of the time. So even more attention is needed for product information. If you have a bigger catalog, I think we have used that or discussed the topic before. Maybe it helps you to use a product information management system, right? That can is dedicated to manage large amounts of product information and data in a good way. So the second thing is pricing and stock levels needs to be real-time and perfect. So that needs to come from an ERP system. And with B2B, that needs to be real-time integrated to, to prevent that. And last but not least, yeah, make sure that people can will make mistakes, but that they can automate it by themselves, edit order or with RMA. Yeah, totally. And and I mean, we, we've also seen some other things, which is, especially if you're in a business where there's a lot of repeat orders, your customers have to order the same from you is providing access to yeah, their previous true. orders so they can just copy that order is also very useful to prevent errors. Let me see if we have a bit, and I don't think we have questions on our different channels. So I have one more question for you. We talked a lot about, well, of course, mm-hmm. how it can help IT if we can reduce errors and returns. But what other positive outcomes can reducing returns and errors have on the business of our customers? Yeah, no, definitely. Let's take here the example 
of a customer story. It's called Bear Toys. It's a toy manufacturer from the Netherlands. It's a customer of us. I think they make different outdoor toys like, oh, what is it? Go-karts or the small things, trampolines or how you call it, everything for in the garden. Really nice company. Yeah, they're already customer for, for many years, but what it brought to them is they are having now already more than 80% of the orders are being processed online, right? And I would say, comparing to other customers that we are having or what we're seeing in general in the market, that's a, that's a big amount, right? That's, that's pretty good. Awesome, actually. But what we have seen is that it is saving so much time on the customer service department in comparison with the situation before that on average is two to three hours per day per service employee. So can you imagine that it is, yeah, that's eh, for their size of companies, it's a huge amount. And why? Because yeah, they do not call anymore for pricing information. Oh, I forgot to order this. Oh, I don't know where the stock level is for this information. All that stuff. But especially also, okay, yeah, I ordered something. The complete wrong product is delivered. Yeah, that's not happening anymore because you take another approach. So that for me was very, let's say, clear. Another aspect there is that that is just a normal times. But can you imagine, and this is a toy company, so that's really related also to seasonality. If it is a peak season, so like with Christmas or any holidays, then normally these were very pressure times for these companies. But now, since you know the total amount of work on the customer service department dropped, it also lowered these peaks a lot. So I think they it's much more manageable, at least what we have seen when we were interviewing them. So yeah, I would say automation using this you know integrated approach with or without Sana, but in general, huh, I think that is really, really helping companies doing B2B e-commerce because yeah, I would say nice example, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I think also if, if this, if everything we discussed today hasn't convinced you yet, another number, because we, we like to number mm-hmm. today in the podcast, another number I've read is that 37% of B2B buyers are experiencing order errors on a weekly basis. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's people like you and me, and we know how frustrated we are mm-hmm. when we order on a normal website and yeah. there are errors. If we have that in our professional life, on top of that, that that's really a lot. And that has increased since 2019. Yeah. So I think that's really a critical uh, subject. Yeah, and to, to elaborate a little bit by, on that, I think that is, of course, if you, I, I have it all the time with when I'm ordering something online for myself at home as well, you know, if you order something online, something can go wrong, right? That is part of the deal, unfortunately. Okay, it happens, you know, you breathe two times, you order it again, and next day you do you have it. So what's the problem? That's okay. But with business to business, imagine that you order something and it is not delivered there. The biggest issue is that you cannot continue your job. But more importantly, most of the time, nine out of 10 times, you also need to explain to your customer that you're not going to finish the job, right? So that's double bad news, I would say, right? So I think that is, that is if you need to do it even on a daily basis for your work and then it's also going wrong, yeah, that's something we need to prevent. And there are ways to prevent. Yeah. Thank you, Arno. I think that's it for today. We okay. don't have any other questions. So I want to thank you. Looking forward to the next one where we will talk quality. We okay. haven't decided yet, right? Okay. Yeah. I, know. I just hope we will feel better because we were both uh, coffee yeah, we today. So. We do not have coffee. I was tested, yeah. but exactly. <laughs> at least it's a season again, right? If you're, if you're having kids, then everybody is coughing in. Coming already, so, All right. Uh, yeah, I hope we feel better next time. and uh, Hopefully. Yeah. See you. See you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.